this Swedish, like this Swedish chocolate mm. called Niggerballs. Mm. Yeah. Can we get into that? God, honestly, people will say the N-word with their chest and that that's what bothered me as well, like from a very young age. Like, I'm just like, why are you so happy to use a word that was literally created to dehumanise me and people who look like me? So these balls are literally like, um, they're delicious, by the way. Like mini balls, <laughs> Everybody, um, it's Vex in the City. Hey, um, Melissa on the mic as usual. <laughs> I actually feel really happy right now because I'm introducing and it's the shade thing. Um, what's up, Rash? Hi, Mel. How are you today? I'm good, you know, I'm very good. I've had a good weekend. I'm good. Okay, we love to see it. Yeah, even out of all the bad weather and all the 100% all the shit storm, which yeah. is, um, I'll definitely delve into why, but I've had a good weekend. Okay, good. well, before we get um, into why we are vexed, um, or not suspe- vexed, or not vexed, exactly, because <laughs> um, balance in life, but um, yeah, I wanted to get into um, introducing our guest, first guest of the year as well. Hello. She is a beautiful <laughs> fellow Ugandan queen. Mm-hmm. Click, 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 click. Ramona, baby. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. I'm honoured to be here and to be your first guest in 2021. Yes, yes, wow. yes, yes. Good. Welcome to Vex and the City. And thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, like Mel said, you're fellow Ugandan. Yes, yeah, yes. you guys basically grew up together um, yeah. as children in. Well, our first our first few years in in the world in the world yeah. in in, <laughs> in, exactly. in in Uganda in Sweden in Sweden. Um, yeah, that's right. So thank you for being on, and we kind of like got you on and wanted your perspective because Mm. we had spoken previously in other um, episodes about, you know, the state of this country. Yes. Obviously the state of Brexit that neither of us voted for. Mm. Um, And basically like living somewhere else or having lived somewhere else and the differences between like London or England. I'm going to say London because London's quite a bubble. Yeah, it Um, is, yeah. And anywhere else on the planet, and is it worth it? And so, knowing that you're quite well lived, um, and you studied from literally the top of the country, Newcastle to yeah. Manchester <laughs> to London, now living in London, obviously like living in Sweden. So, we just wanted to hear your opinion, and like you know, you're a twenty something as well. Like, what do you do? Like, how are you figuring out life? So, mm. yeah. So, I hope you don't mind us doing a little deep dive. Let's um, get into it. And yeah, yeah. so it's always um, interesting to kind of hear from like. Don't get me wrong, we are like the diaspora, but I feel like London in itself is very much has American syndrome with us, mm. like believing that we are main characters mm. or everyone's experience. Mm-hmm. So like, it, uh, even though like obviously Europe has its similarities, every country is different. A hundred percent. A black French person is going to have a different experience to a black German or a For black sure. um, Italian. So love to bring in my sweet darling like yeah the tea straight from the fucking yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so then how was your um why did you decide to come to and study in england um well i mean from when i was like 16 years old i already knew i wanted to just i wanted to leave sweden oh wow and i know that sounds really bad because it's kind of like damn was you depressed over there (laughs) like i just think that lack of exposure to like the black community being very segregated in the city I grew up in 
I just felt that vibe that I will not thrive here. I will not be successful here. Mm. Like, I feel like the message is quite clear. <laughs> and that is so yeah. weird because like um, Mel was saying earlier, you see or hear about Sweden and like those, um, what they can't the Scandinavian. the Scandinavian countries mm. as being quite liberal and quite free thinking yes. and maybe to like Western world and white people. But clearly from your perspective, it seems like, you know, you and every other black person has a similar Honestly. experience. It's, it's, I mean, cause I think Sweden has its merits for sure. Like, especially when it comes to like the social system, raising children there mm-hmm. is really good because there's a lot of things that you do get for free. There's a lot that you get taken care of as mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like social issues a lot of it is swept under the rug so like there's so much that just isn't confronted there and you can just sense a vibe like I don't even know how to explain it um where you definitely feel like okay I don't feel like I belong here like for the longest time I used to call myself an immigrant even though I was born and raised there wow but that's like kind of how everyone looks at you people speak English to you when they first meet you because they don't think you speak Swedish yeah it's a lot of things there's a lot of like microaggressions and like just alienation so you sense from the get-go that like you don't feel like this is where you're supposed to be you see how your parents struggle as well Mm -hmm. um even if you know parents who have like their degrees and stuff like that it just gets like almost written off um a very similar immigrant system yeah and i also heard like this um i wanted to bring this up this story of um this swedish like this swedish chocolate Mm. Called nigger balls. Mm. Yeah, can we get into that? Can we get into that? My God, what? honestly, oh. people will say the N word with their chest, and that—that's what bothered me as well. Like from a very young age, like I'm just like, why are you so happy to use a word that was literally created to dehumanize me and people who look like me? So these balls are literally like, um, they're delicious, by the way. Like Lindor balls, <laughs> like, you know, like Lindor balls, like that. Like Lindor. You know, like they are nice (laughs) they're very nice but um basically they're like literally just made of everything you like sugar butter cocoa like cocoa powder yeah yeah. um rolled together and then they're covered in like coconut flakes okay okay. and they're really they're really really nice but it's the fact that some people literally fought for it to still be called nigger balls and in swedish we say and i don't want to like literally i was just like why are people fighting to call it that i don't understand because they were like oh um it's what it's been it's been called since the 50s and it's like right but how does that make it okay yeah like not everything in history needs to be accepted in the present exactly you know right. what i mean like we need to move on right, right. but um there, it was literally to the extent where there was this massive massive facebook group that got created where they were fighting for it to still be called nigger balls God, but nobody says the it like in the open but so what's it what is it called now Coke, like people call them coconut balls or chocolate balls, okay. essentially. Which okay. makes sense. Which makes Which sense, sense isn't it? Like, because why were they called that in the first place? Like uh, when you think about it. They thought it was banter, probably. It's so <laughs> mad wow. how much people will really like, be so like, the the cognitive dissonance of you saying, of, of them saying, this is my culture, this is what it's always been called, called but you not realising that your culture was was and now that you've like been over here do you yeah. think you would do you want to go back to live there or is like do you think london or england you're going to call home for at least the near future and who knows where the world will take you but 
I mean, given that I feel quite stable at the moment, mm-hmm. the job that I have, like mm-hmm. right now, yeah, in the near future, I see myself staying here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been playing with the idea of moving back to Sweden, but I think it was especially when we we're deep, deep in lockdown okay. and I saw people yeah. in Sweden living their life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Because they're like, like out. Like, did they have like a... They, they never locked down. They never locked down. Locked down. Never. No, there wow. was never a lockdown. That's why it's always on Amber list. It's Honestly, never gone to green. No. Oh. Um, but only recently, actually, they were allowed to dance because apparently we weren't allowed to dance before then but I don't know um <laughs> that's another story but you're um, shaking your ass in um July I definitely saw that yeah oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just Stockholm maybe Gothenburg will have their own like local lockdown because in Gothenburg we couldn't do anything can like, we talk we about like the cities because like mm, over here in like in the UK obviously like the majority of black people live in like the the major like metropolitan yeah. cities which is London and um, Birmingham and Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison to Sweden, mm. um, obviously we were both like born in Gothenburg. What so is Gothenburg like in comparison? It's like a Birmingham. Okay, fine. Okay, or, yeah, or, or, like a second city basically. Yeah, okay, it's okay. a second city. Yeah. city to, um, yeah, I would say like Malmo, What's and the capital? Gothenburg, Stockholm. Stockholm. Stockholm yeah, okay. <laughs> are like the major cities. Okay, I would say. Yeah, they're the three major cities. Yeah. Definitely, I feel like outside of that. Other places aren't really cities. I'm sorry. Right. So, so, so Gothenburg is one of a major city then. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just Even though it's it not as... that big, actually. Oh, Would okay. you say that, yeah. like, Stockholm, like, with regards to, like, obviously you said, like, social issues swept under the rug. Would you say that um, people, like, black people or, like, just let me say, like, um, people of colour's experience mm. is varied from city to city? Would you say, like, Stockholm has, like, a bigger... Um, um, community of like black and brown people multiculture yeah, yeah for the, yeah, for yeah. the um, multiculturalism for oh, the... I would say that yeah yeah compared Sorry, to Gothenburg interrupted but like I would say okay compared to London like London is always going to be a herd I'm going to say that because I feel like the UK has had black people from a very long time. There's another like deep relationship there. Whereas like, I feel like Sweden, most of us who are black or brown, like most of our parents will not have been born there. Okay. The majority. So, so when was the influx? Like, like the eighties or the nineties? I think so. Yeah. Cause I know over here that um, maybe. it might be, cause I know over here, the East African influx was like the nineties. Mm. So if I'm assuming like the same East African influx was the nineties in Sweden it's as quite well. similar it's, think, it's not a, it's, a, it's a lot yeah. of first generation mm. it's immigration generation. As if yeah. think about it, if you guys are born there yeah, as yeah. first generation in the 90s so maybe they're just come like 80s 90s yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. like in the UK obviously you had we've Windrush, been from the 50s which, like yeah. I'm third generation no I'm second generation okay yeah, yeah. and so. I find that really like interesting because obviously over there it's a different ball game as if it's really <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it's... I have an umbrella I did anyway. not bring one <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, just back to like L- Melissa's question in terms of like the experience. Like, there's a massive Ugandan community in Stockholm, for mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. Like, it's huge. And I remember than here. Like, yeah, it's I would say so. Quite big. Um, actually, I don't no, know. I would say it's probably about the same. But like, a lot of the Ugandans I know, especially in the UK, have like some sort of relative who's lived in, in, who lives okay, in Sweden. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. So Stockholm had like a massive community. So I can imagine that the experience was definitely different. Yeah, I feel like people came to know who they are quicker than maybe maybe people in Gothenburg. Okay. Because I feel like in Gothenburg as well, like we had a very like homogenous culture as well. Like everyone's dressing the same. Everyone's like literally if a pair of boots are in, yeah, everyone's going to get those boots. Otherwise it's like obvious that you don't fit in. So you feel extra pressure, definitely. I can't speak for Stockholm too much, but whenever I've visited, I've definitely noticed that people are less scared to stand out compared to Gothenburg. Like London, very eccentric. Compared to, okay compared to so 
when I went to Stockholm over summer, I was like really pleasantly surprised to see how many events there are for black people. Um, so, you know, Sauda, who's like our like... Yeah, I know Sauda. So she was literally just like, come to Stockholm. It's going to be fun. I hadn't been there in years. And I went there and it was just so beautiful to see so many black people in spaces where we actually feel like we're catered for. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the music was really good. It fit in with us. And it was just no stress about getting in either. Because mm-hmm. I remember in Gothenburg this was literally just before I moved to the UK mm-hmm. it was going to be like my final night with my friends before I moved and I'd put myself down on guest list I was like 19 at the time mm-hmm. get to the door and they're like oh sorry um the age like what's it called age limit is 20 and I was like since when not to mention that this was a club that we would always go to because it was always safe like that in terms of yeah. you know age limit because yeah. there are some clubs in Gothenburg that are like 23 oh wow I fully understand that now and I'm like yeah that's good but keep them youngins out <laughs> we don't want you keep them out <laughs> the experiences. but at the time like I can remember looking I was like first of all I put myself down on guest list and it said 18 at the time second of all I can see people I know who are white Swedish in there who are younger than me exactly Wild. so what are you talking about it was a whole lie, but it was because we were a group of black people. They were like, oh, the age limit's gone up or whatever. I don't know what their whatever excuse was. That struggle is whatever real everywhere, it isn't it? And I was like, I'm literally moving to the UK next week. I'm trying to have a good time with my friends. Like, I put myself down on guest list. They were like, oh, we can't see your name, blah, blah, blah. It was all lies. No wow. It was mad. I bet you're already near, they like, I'm going to get the fuck out. I was out. like, thank God I got into uni. Do not want to deal with this, like literally. And do you think the fact that you went to uni over here mm. obviously is is benefits of when we were in the EU? Yeah. Um, and do you think if we were out <laughs> of like now in Bre- uh, with Brexit yeah. and who knows what's going to develop in the next couple of years, you would have thought you would been able to. I'm really not sure, you know, because I feel like there's a different process to that because mm. you have to like apply for settled status mm. and stuff like that. Mm. So I think I would have been way more hesitant about it after hearing about Brexit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where I would go. I just would know that I want to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and where's was there? A, had you been to England before? Um, just like on trips? Um, yeah, yeah. Like only like once or twice before. Wow, that's such a big leap at such a young age. It I is always, a big leap. I always, always find that. People who have travelled and lived abroad, yeah. whether at a young age or whenever in their life, yeah. I always think they have a bit more oomph than mm. anybody else. I do. I genuinely believe that it gives you an edge on just life, okay. being able to have moved somewhere. <laughs> I do feel like it's a very sweet, like a Swedish thing. Like, obviously, it not only I think it's a European so thing. I think it's a European um, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like a lot of like UK people are very much like the UK is the beautiful end mm. Like, as in, like, unless I'm not going to do it, unless my friends want to do it. But I find that, like, obviously, like with you, like the people who have like seen like the Swedish girls or whatever, yeah, like they're just on doing stuff like from young. Like, you lot will be, be going like solo traveling from like 18. Mm, like, but then true. a bunch of you will be doing all of that stuff mm, rather mm, than mm. just be like one lone wolf, which I really, really freaking love that for you. I don't mm. know if it's because like the drive is because. Um, you kind of want to escape. You want to see more, or is it? It's because you kind of, yeah, you want to see. It's how... a cultural thing, I mean, though. Yeah. I mean, even think about like just Europe in general. Everyone knows another language. Everyone knows English, which is not a first language, <laughs> and and their language, <laughs> and maybe the another one. Do you know what I mean? No, the French know another language. Even no, if it's not don't. English, no, they don't. 
I think French people. So do, in, wait, in comparison, wait, in, yes. no, in comparison to British people, in comparison to British people, okay, in comparison not to, to other people. European guys. Okay, fine. Every, every I time I've been, they're a close second to the British people, though. Yeah, but they still <laughs> maybe it's lower because I still think that in comparison to the little minor, like I literally learnt French from year five, and I yeah. can count to ten. Yeah, <laughs> okay, from no, not from year five, from from from. I was age five. I've always been taught French. Yeah. And all now I can count to ten. That's yeah. shameful. It's not the same. It's not like the same like intensity as it's you're not, English. It's yeah. not. And yeah. it should be, really. Everyone mm. I know, every single um, European country, I've been to maybe like five different ones and yeah. all of them can speak another language. Even if it's not English, they can speak Italian and Spanish, French and yeah, German, no, something. And I'm yeah. like, that is just amazing. So I feel like when you are, you, you know that you can even... Uh, communicate yeah. differently mm. that gives you an edge to be like oh I'm gonna go here you know yeah. how many countries in the world speak French a lot I literally I'm, remember you know, that's like, true I mean my cousin Swedish Polish, though. <laughs> I know but still I'm like, yes I'm bilingual but Swedish is kind of useless right now <laughs> yeah but then we feel, but I guess it's still a thing to have you still mm. can speak another language it's still an edge it's still an edge like, 100% and, and tell me that like especially I guess being black and I guess coming here and people are like you speak Swedish oh my that, god it's, I get that a lot you must do like, I hope it's on your CV <laughs> it's there it's there are you mad of course I'm going to brag about being bilingual 100%. because apparently it's so cool over here where it's like so, so it normal it's they, so they consider it like another like IQ point like you can learn another language great even if you never <laughs> use that language the fact that you did the mail put that on your these are some no, time no because now you're, no, you're, your price absolutely goes up 100% goes up goes up goes up is astronomical did yeah. you find going to uni a culture so- a shock like when you oh my came God, here because I went yeah, to Newcastle about this, yeah. I went to Newcastle. You even have a Newcastle friend. So, what, okay, first of all, what does when you were thinking, mm, England, I've put my finger on the map. Yes. Why did you put it at the top of <laughs> the top of the aisles? The top of the country. Listen, like I was browsing. I was very open. <laughs> Sorry, this is like shopping. Yeah, literally. <laughs> browsing, browsing. <laughs> um, but I think it's because, like, as I wanted to do something to do with like architecture and like cities mm-hmm. and urban development, I was just kind of like looking at schools that are like known to be good for it makes sense not too high because my grades weren't great who cares I was kind of like let me aim for something like realistic which was Newcastle like in the Newcastle's a good uni it's It's a a really good uni but that's why I was like I feel like I'm meeting your you criteria know, is, um, yeah. yeah like essentially definitely higher than um, most then your grades couldn't have been that bad yeah Newcastle you, you need like <laughs> they weren't that but but they weren't like cause listen you know I got BBC people, so you must no, have... but you know how some people like especially I'm, I'm just gonna have to say like when you're fr- not from the UK when you think of like unis in the UK some people just think about Oxford or some like or Cambridge places, yeah. like, like I'm not looking there <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah. I was trying to say that was like, like me a lot not of us a lot of us in the UK are not looking there either darling but it's like I didn't know anything else do you know what I mean because um, yeah. you don't hear about anything else. But um, then I heard about how, like, it's quite small, it's tight-knit, it's a good student city. I didn't know much else. I saw that it was, like, in the north, and I thought, okay, this will be less overwhelming than London, because I visited <laughs> London, and I was, like, living there on my own. I it's, think yeah. I'd be really overwhelmed being away from home and everything. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking Newcastle, I was thinking Brighton. I was just trying to think, like, outside of London, essentially. Like, I wasn't that keen on London. Um. Like, I would have gone if you know that's where I got in yeah, but, yeah, but I knew that I probably should 
think about other places because I've yeah. also heard how expensive it is and I was like how am I supposed to do that being a student coming from a working class family let's be real like mm. a lot of people that I do know who did study in London unless they like who aren't from London either had their rent paid do you mm. know what I mean mm. and it's like that's not my life mm. Mm. <laughs> no do you know and what I mean like an Italian woman um, girl and she like obviously our our tuition was like what nine thousand five hundred, mm-hmm. um, and they had to pay or she had to pay like twelve k. Sorry, on like up front, up front because all now still never getting that and money she was back Italian. Me. She was Italian. What? She had to pay twelve k up front wow. each year. Why? Wow. That's mad. Because I year. didn't. I was paying the same as the student um, loan company. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you just so, paid for your accommodation. Up I don't front. know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she, maybe she like, finessed. How is she paying 12? Because she was an EU citizen. You were paying the same as the UK citizen. I had citizens. no idea. I don't know why. I don't know why they did that to her. Oh my God. Maybe she got it wrong. Because student loan love to say, oh, you got this. And then, then oh, we've recalculated wrong. Pay us back immediately. Yeah. So maybe they got it wrong I for her. I don't think they got it wrong for her. Because, oh, weird. yeah, I don't think maybe so. Maybe it was your course. Was it your course, mm, maybe? She wasn't. For she history. didn't do history. She didn't do history. Okay. I think she did maths or something. Mad. I don't know. That but, is crazy. But yeah. But so yeah, how no, was Newcastle? Like, like what Newcastle. did you, did you, were you a shock to the, Newcastle's Geordies, right? Geordies are Newcastle. Mm. Bear Geordies. Yeah. Oh my God. So literally, because I remember getting there the first time and like, Did you I was trying them? to, that's exactly what I'm going to. I was like, is this English? Because obviously, <laughs> no, no offense to Jordan. Like, I love them now and I can't, I yeah, totally from there, but coming from Sweden, that's not what you expected. English, you the London accent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that, but I think it's also like, because like when I told my friends, oh, I'm going to Newcastle, one of them was literally like, oh my God, you have to watch Geordie Shaw. <laughs> this is after I've gotten in, after I've already decided to move. So he's like, you need to watch it to like see like I was like okay I bet it's not like anything special I hear their accents and I was like oh <laughs> I was not expecting this did you watch all. it with Swedish subtitles yes <laughs> yes and I will say that with my chest because I was literally like what are they saying even There's like so southern English well. people don't understand what they're talking yeah, about but yeah. do you know what's really funny like some of their slang I was like it reminds me of like Norwegian or something because I know that it comes from kind of like some but Viking I was going to say time. when you think about it it's Vikings yeah. like a lot you... of them are Vikings yeah. it's like Vikings they're Vikings like people there. man yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. So, like some of the slang I was like like okay when i read it i can guess what it is okay like for example when they say when they say i'm going home they say i'm ganyam what ganyam ganyam what does that mean ganyam going home like gan like gan is going and then yam is like home ganyam 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 i'm ganyam i'm ganyam that sounds like you said i'm ganyam see a londoner would be like you're ganyam you know what that's why i love like the like learning about like languages yeah. because like it's so, so well you like, think it's mad isn't it but the way it's spelt though it's close to how you would spell home in Swedish because in oh. Swedish it, home is hem okay. but it's just that they put a J between the H and the E so it's like spelt similar so if I read it I would have been able to guess it easily but then I guess but it's not written it, I was like no so yeah, I was yeah. like hearing it I was like you're going where I don't understand that's mad it was mad I would yeah, ask for directions and then I, they were like oh you're a pet are you lost I was like what <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be nice to your figure. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> and I used to just smile and nod a lot, like a lot of the time. And then I wasn't just getting Geordies. I was also getting people, you know, from Manchester, Lancashire. Mm. Like, you know, I'd get people from Liverpool, mm. Leeds. And I'm just like, I didn't know there was 
this many, many accents different accents. Yeah. In, in I think UK. a lot of people are shocked when they come to the UK. There's you know, like, so many different accents. Yeah, like... there's it's very regional. Like it's and like literally, it's regionals in like miles could be the difference. Like yeah. a couple, like ten miles Absolutely. could sound completely different. Oh, yeah. I mean, just look at Liverpool and Manchester. Yeah, they don't sound the same. No, and, how, and they're not even that far apart. No, are they? they're literally wow. next to each other. Like a forty-minute drive, an hour drive, maybe. Wow, like it's not That's like far. Romford to South. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it sounds so different. Yeah, yeah. So different. Yeah. Like, it's just mad. But I find that, I've found that so interesting. I really like Newcastle because people are actually so, so friendly. So for me, even though racism is still a thing in the UK, course, I've yeah. definitely noticed that. And I did pick that up on that in Newcastle as well. But the difference and the breath of fresh air was that there's a bit more of like openness, people actually willing to help you if they see you struggling. Mm. Sweden, everyone minds their business. Oh, I remember <laughs> Right, Melissa literally explained this to us. Yeah. Like said that for us, going to a bus stop, sitting down and be like, you're right, and sparking conversation is very normal here. So, as much as London people are quite rude yeah, at times. but still. But Melissa said, like, you would do that in Sweden and someone would look at you like you're mad. They'll look at you funny. They'll think you're on something. Seriously. Unless you're lucky and you happen to meet someone that is very, like, happy to talk to you. But I don't know if this is also the big cities because, like, I had a family friend and he was from, like, a really, really small town and he would, like, sit on the tram and just start chatting to people and he noticed people were just giving him the side eye. Mm-mm. And he was like, is this just, like, a Gothenburg? thing and I was like I thought it was an everybody thing like <laughs> generally yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like you tried to talk to someone on the tram are you okay <laughs> like that was literally me by then but it was just such a breath, breath of fresh air to like be here like even though there is racism there's still that like culture of politeness and stuff like that like mm. I've noticed like I feel like people I can sense like more rudeness when I go to Sweden like because mm. now I've become a please and thank you sorry bitch uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> every day we got you we got you I'm oh, sorry sorry <laughs> sorry even saying excuse me you. sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah literally literally whereas like in Sweden you're, you don't say anything do you know what so I mean? you just move past people That's... you move past people it's so interesting as well because like when you, you get, get Brits who go to Sweden they love it they say oh everyone's so polite everyone is so nice because they know you're foreign that's, that's exactly it they know you're not from there so they're intrigued by you because they're intrigued and interested in you and where you come from that's where it's like oh I can not get something from you but you know what I can, yeah, I can, yeah, understand. Yeah, I can yeah, learn yeah, something yeah. from you because when you think I'm about gonna... Swedish people love like Jamaica and like there's a lot oh of Swedish God, people that come to Jamaica and they love reggae oh, yeah. oh God, they and love like, reggae. I remember going to I remember <laughs> I was in, in Stockholm and we went out um, and we went to like this like reggae um, kind of like carnival yes. thing yeah, yeah. Now when I think about it, it was like honestly the most disturbing just thing imagine. I've ever been to. I can imagine. They're white, red hair. Yeah, we're, we're, we're with red hair. Yeah. heads down and, and they're washed in all like trying years. To, like, oh my God, yeah. Uh, Listen. pants and everything. No, and when, like, when reggae artists, like the biggest reggae artists, they don't tour in London. They might no. do a little, like if they're like, you know like classic artists like Beanie Man will come here and I think he's got family or whatever and do tours and, mm. and festivals. The reggae artists make their money in Europe. They make their money in Sweden. They make their money in Norway. They make their money in Germany yeah. that's where they tour and have dates sold out Dancehall yeah? is really big there as well yeah 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 that's where they huge. all go Dancehall is huge yeah I can imagine like, I can imagine um because I know a few people who are like it. doing it sorry I they understand it they don't need to <laughs> I mean 
no, like, it depends on how, like, how into it you are. Because, like, one of my, like, best friends from home, so she's been dancing dancehall for time. And she's been Black to Jamaica girl. quite a few times. Yeah. But, like, even, like, amongst her, like, group of, like, people she would dance with, there were, like, white people. And they got the culture because they're into it so much. Like, mm, it's what they, know. they yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but not, I wouldn't say, like, a casual listener. Maybe not. But they for them, it probably doesn't matter. Mm. But then again, like, I listen to music. I mean, I listen to, like, I'm a piano. Do I understand? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes like you listen to reggaeton. Yeah, I'm here. Did you watch Narcos when it came out? Narcos when it came out on Netflix, like years ago when Narcos oh, was really big. I didn't actually get on the hype, but yeah. Well, I was on the hype. I watched, I thought it was amazing. Obviously, watching English subtitles. Yeah. You, I could have sworn I spoke Spanish afterwards, yeah. Okay, my Yeah, I was sitting there like. So I get it. I can actually, when you think about it, it's quite normal. Yeah. So I can, but. So did you, why did you decide then to not stay in Newcastle? Oh, you don't. You can't really get a job. There, okay, I was going to say it's the whole job divide. The, <laughs> the job market South. is slim, but then yeah. also like once you've like outstudent it, you're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Because like, um, if you if you go there now, I actually was there recently, mm-hmm. and you can tell how young everyone is because when you're there, it's so exciting. Everyone's your age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's your 19, age. Everyone's 20, on the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everyone's yeah. on the same boat. So it's very exciting. But once you become that final year student, it's depressing. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, okay, actually feel like I've outgrown it yeah. like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm ready to go somewhere else that's a bit more like you know just a bit more urban a bit bigger um but then I wasn't ready for London just yet <laughs> um so I ended up going to Manchester which I absolutely loved because Everyone that's like Manchester. a good place for young professionals for sure mm. like if you're not trying to break the bank to pay the rent in London Manchester's definitely like I've heard this so many up. times yeah, yeah so many people Manchester's, say Manchester's right. good like I would I would consider moving back at some point I'm not even gonna lie oh really it's nice and it is developing a lot as well mm. um I also was there recently I did like a little tour of the north so I did one night in Newcastle one night in Manchester and Manchester just always has like new buildings just popping up so you can just tell that they're really trying to turn it into that sort of big city city, another big city outside of London and I think that's great because Manchester definitely has that potential yeah and it's definitely good for travel I remember I was out there for three weeks of work and it was like oh Okay. Yeah. Give it gave me like South London vibes. Yeah. Like that's the vibes it gave wanna, me. Um planning to visit actually in November, so fingers crossed Do it. I'll get the vibes as well. Yeah, no, I did also want to ask you, um obviously you've been here for a for a hot minute now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um how have you found like the dating world in comparison <laughs> oh, in London and uh, well in England and also in comparison to to the to Sweden is it any different like are you seeing like common themes mm. and if so I'm in what trash. are they well yes that um <laughs> but like in Sweden my love life was non-existent I mean you were young as well I guess as well I was young but I was also just bottom of the food chain when it comes oh. to oh 100 percent oh gosh like people were not checking for me even so. black men <laughs> oh baby uh, yeah, yeah. I said even black men but actually <laughs> I, feel like I take that back guys I feel like Swedish black that men was... are kind of like French black men I was just about to say that that was it's very light it's going to be given, sorry it's given, yeah. like, it's given it? colorism yeah 100% yeah. colorism oh my god it's it giving me like blonde, blonde hair vibes you know like Dead literally ass like literally so there it was non-existent like yes I might have had a crush at some point but like nothing came of it or didn't act on it do you know what I mean mm-hmm. because it's kind of like your confidence there as well like especially as a black woman having hair that is just 
completely different to the norm Sorry and to cut being you. dark skinned as well so yes is there black hair shops I know this sounds might sound mad stupid but no. there's no black hair shops as in it's not a stupid like, question there's not packs no there's not packs um you'll find them though they they exist okay they exist but it's like you have to travel here. a fair bit okay uh, yeah, yeah. so when you to, said like, hair, yeah. same way you travel for an IKEA over here <laughs> I was gonna say IKEA's must be everywhere like literally everywhere right they're like the corner shop come on <laughs> I feel like yeah, each city must have one. Well, oh, more each than one. Must, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's not. It's not exactly like a corner shop. It's still like a massive one, like outside of the like main city. Um, but yeah, so you're saying the dating scene, yeah, the dating scene, yeah. So it's different because obviously in Sweden it was very much non-existent. Didn't have the confidence. Then I moved to Newcastle, and even though Newcastle is like really, really white. I got attention and I was like, what <laughs> is going on? The white like, men love you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting attention. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, and then there's not as many black people in Newcastle, but like I don't discriminate, even though black is my preference because mm-hmm. um, that's where I feel more comfortable, more familiar, totally as y'all know. So in London, it's completely different because there's so much opportunity. You really realise that? <laughs> no, as in like, there's like, a lot of people that you could just bump into and meet London's but small. it makes it harder I find because the circle is tight the no because no. I mean, there's because, because there's and everyone knows that and everyone oh. knows that when you have oh, too much more choice yeah. basically yeah. when you have too many options you can never pick yeah pick there pick to your pick shit that's, that's, that's what they say pick to your pick shit Jamaican proverb I like that this is why I love the Jamaican there you go Always have a proverb for something, yeah. and it also like half of them never make any sense. No, but they do. They actually do. They do. They do. I'll be, I'll be yeah. sprinkling pick, them. Pick yeah. to your pick shit. So, basically, <laughs> I need meaning, to remind myself you have of too that. much choice. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. That, but 100%. that's literally. I think that's what it is as well, which makes it um a bit more difficult. But like, I'm just at a point where I'm just open to like just go on dates, meet people, get to know people. So is this a call out? Like, do we need to do a Vex in the City call out? Like, are you are you mingling? Are you willing to mingle? Like mingling willing to mingle single pringle okay you guys are hearing it yeah i think we have a lot of female listeners but i know that a lot of female listeners have male friends so when she drops her deets we're not gonna give you the deets at the end so they have to wait do you think there's like like a obviously since you've now been back to sweden like do you think there's more of like do you think you're getting more like there's more attention or there's more understanding of like or acceptance and not even acceptance appreciation appreciation exactly of of black women of dark and skinned black women also getting there it's definitely getting there like growing up it was none of it like people would like especially like black guys with their chest they would say i don't i don't think i want to marry a black woman like no no generally it was a lot of that and so you know you're kind of like okay what do you do when you hear that you think (laughs) what do you do like, though like because it's kind of like okay but i don't get why and they would bring up all of these stereotypes you know how like they because everyone's grown up especially on like american, american television right, right, so right. they're american gonna click caricature. into that oh they have too much attitude they're too much this 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 so it's like if we're gonna have someone that's black they need to be mixed race like they, no like they would have like open conversations about this and me and my girls are just sat there like do you see us <laughs> And you'll be in the same room. Have you seen yeah. us? Like, what do you mean? Um, but Because it's think, exactly, because that's not even based on truth compa- in comparison to like what's actually it's there. It's not. Like, you hang out with us, you like us, but they'll be like, no, nah, but like, you know, you're like my sister. La, la, la. Oh, it's always that, you know? Friend but I feel like deepest. now there's a lot more appreciation, a growing appreciation. And I think social media has helped with that a lot. Mm, social mm, media mm. has a massive, massive role in that because before then everyone was very ignorant when it came to like just 
black women overall but mm. I think there's a, a greater appreciation for sure and look, just generally though I think black people are also understanding their power as well because mm. like the events that I did go to for example like one of them that I went with Sauda in Stockholm was mm. I think that was like run by a black person essentially mm. so it's one of those things where it's like it's great to see that us first like first generation are like kind of taking over a little right. bit you know you know kind of rectifying all of those things that's the shit that we went through and turning it around because mm. i'm like thank god because like we're stronger together this is how it should be you know what i mean we should be advocating for us for by it. us type us events yeah, us. as in like going yeah. to places where you're appreciated and you're actually like the you are the main um you're the planner you're yeah, the you're, the, you're the planner. You're you're the main. You're the main customer. Yeah. Like pe- they're making these events with like the thought with you in of the, you, in. Of you exactly. wanting to be of them wanting you to be there primarily. Mm. Do you think I'm from what you're saying? I'm getting a picture of like obviously, like you said, it was a bit newer in terms of the immigration. So like you, you first generation uh, people are doing what kind of like first generation people like Caribbean and African people did over here in London, like maybe yeah. in the sixties and seventies. If with that, do you think there's a sense that a lot of you guys um, and even your parents would want to go back to Uganda? So mm. we're, we're here making like, we're making space in Stockholm and Gothenburg and in London here, but there's yeah. a lot of like, a lot of the first generations, um, what actually they get to 50 now and they're, they're like, I'm getting out the fuck out of this country, bruv. And they're going back home. There's a yeah. lot of Caribbeans people in their 50s so they were first generation right. they've done that they've got their kids here they've worked here they've got their pension and mm. they ain't they, they dying here no do you think or maybe it's too early to say but would your parents for example think about going back to Uganda or going back to Africa or not even just Uganda I, I think that's definitely something that's <clears throat> like in my parents heads for sure mm. especially my dad he absolutely loves it there um, and I think my mum is thinking the same thing but she struggles because she knows that me and my brother are here mm. like in Europe so mm-hmm. she like she kind of like doesn't want to be far away from us do you know what I mean so like I think in terms of like long term unless like we also wanted to go back she might consider it mm. so I think for her it's a bit more difficult because she just doesn't want to be have that as a mother it's a bit more hard but like I think it's definitely something that they want to invest there I mm. know that mm-hmm. for sure like you know buying land mm-hmm. building a house there mm-hmm. and whatnot so back and forth kind of yeah, yeah like yeah, back yeah. and forth where they can like comfortably go there whenever they want to go there and have a place to stay mm. um and then come back whenever we're going to see each other especially but I think also because we're moved out we're grown up so mm-hmm. it's kind of like yeah it's something Now's they could the consider time, but I think a lot of people do consider that like in terms of going back but at the same time there's a lot of political stuff that's going on I was going to say I know that obviously Uganda is different that's to the Caribbean yeah that's the thing I think that's the difference why I as a Caribbean person have to like think of when I'm asking these questions or thinking or hearing you guys stories because Mm. obviously there's political look at the political madness here but I guess there's some structure or more of a structure or whatever you want to say especially in the Caribbean and I guess it's still like the Brit, the, the Jamaica, for example, is quite similar to London in the sense of even like the political system, yeah. Um, and what you can do. I guess I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. Like Uganda is obviously completely different to like stock uh, to Sweden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess it's a dictatorship. First, it's a dictatorship. <laughs> oh, exactly. I guess it's well, yeah, exactly. In that political I guess sense, it's exactly. more similar in the UK then. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of? Like, okay, so now, like I said, you're not even, you, you've been here like almost 10 years. Like, yeah. you've been here a long time. <laughs> a so you're fully in, inbreded, like ingrained into this. I mean, hear my accent, like, honestly. I mean, you know who I thought you sound like? I, I don't, I, I hope that I'm not going to offend you, but I think you sound like Kaz. 
Do I? I think you sound like Kaz Where? from Love Island. When no. you're talking, I was like, I think you don't. Maybe, was... it, maybe it's like this slight East African twang. But maybe. I, I mean, think I think you sound brilliant, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, why do you sound familiar? And I'm like, oh, you sound like Kaz. That is very interesting. I was not expecting that. Yeah, at who all. did you think I was going to I love her voice. Okay, good. So because much. I know, like, you know, sometimes you compare people to Love Islanders and they're like offended, but nah. I love I can Kaz. Kaz is a queen. Kaz is a queen. Literally, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, Kaz, I definitely got that. But, um, what do you think of like obviously you're here now so like you are a Londoner now like whatever mm. um do you just forget even being a Sweden like as a Londoner as a young person yeah with goals and like on the, like, you know early stages of your career yes what do you think about everything in the last couple months and years like how do you feel about your future like are you nervous are you just like you know I'm just winging it mm. do you have plans like do you talk to other people like our age about it? Because me and Mel are always talking about like the state of the politics, like yeah. what we what we want to do. Like, yeah. do we think we can do it? Like, you know, and obviously we've had different jobs in the last couple of years as as the start of our career. Yeah. What do you say to that? Like, what do you what are your thoughts? Oh, I'm definitely I would definitely say that I'm nervous. I mean, I want to live in the present because at the same time, I don't want to be too fearful of the future of either. Course. Because a lot of the times that can hold us back as well. Yes, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like it can just put us in a bit of a spiral of anxiety. So I try not to. But I'd be lying if I'm saying like at the back of my head, I am always going to be nervous because I mean, just look, because you know, everything they're telling us that we're supposed to do, getting a house, getting this, getting that. But I'm like, look at the housing market. Is there mm-hmm. even a way to get on that ladder Mm. and I think it's especially like something that I'm nervous about being here as well because like I'm not living at home I'm paying bills I'm paying rent which is just crazy in London Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. so I just know that just generally it's going to be a bit harder for me as well do you have a um like do you have career goals like did you what you're in now yeah is was that what you planned to be or you just feeling out like if you if you don't mind it's definitely like what I plan to be I would say yeah um like in terms of because it's literally exactly what I studied what did you study so I studied urban planning oh sick okay so it's literally just like aligned in that sense but then sick. at the same time like when you because I don't know if you guys ever saw that um you know Lydia Dinger and how mm-hmm. she created like her like a home page for her insta yeah, like yeah, on yeah. her insta love her and she did like a live session and she was literally like to be honest you will not be able to buy a house in London on a nine to five and I think that I, I was like oh okay <laughs> do you know what I mean God, that's kind of like when it hit me like oh maybe I should be trying to build something on the side right. and that's kind of when I started to do um my YouTube as well I started a YouTube oh, channel so- and I've been enjoying it it's something that I've always really wanted to do because I love to talk like as you can see mm-hmm. um, but like um, when she said that I think it just kind of struck a chord in me because mm-hmm. I was kind of like okay well at least I'm at a point where I'm so comfortable with myself that even if I became hyper visible and I did receive hate because as a black woman that's just inevitable mm-hmm. um, I feel like I'm at a point where I can handle Deal it, it. Mm-hmm. because like my mum used to tell me all the time she was like Mona you should start a YouTube channel you know you're a black Swedish woman in you London, know what I mean like, like, yeah. there's like yeah. there's a big story there <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. but like I was just not mentally like prepared or ready to do that yet because I was like I'm not 100% confident or comfortable in myself just yet Mm. but now that I feel like I'm more comfortable with myself and confident I was like yeah let me just go for it because Mm. I'm at a point where no one can tell me anything do you know what I mean yeah yeah because that's kind of what you need how do you think you got to that point though like do you think it's just a just that's a life experience thing like now like you I guess there is 
obvious points like you live and work by yourself like mm. you, you you're paying your own bills yeah. when do you think you reach a point of like this comfortability that you think all right I'm gonna do this I'm not gonna lie like I, this sounds really cliche but it was literally coming out of the lockdown because mm. like I think before then I was ignoring a lot of my like internal struggles because like you know when things were open and if you felt down you just go just and meet up all the friends you had distractions there was distractions galore so I wasn't mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. meeting yes, up with friends exactly. buying stuff mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. retail therapy is real Listen, honey can I just say I can't I actually do want to admit though that Retail therapy will always be a type of therapy for me. Oh, oh yeah, I'm no, not no, gonna no. lie it's to you. Staying. I, I feel the same way. Staying. Staying. I, I love staying. buying. I don't. I feel the same way. Like I have the feeling is when you love it as well. I like I get so happy when I buy. <laughs> you guys are mad. <laughs> this is a mad thing it. to me. I love I, it. I literally get anxiety <laughs> when I go shopping really? and I think of all this. I have to say to myself, Rush, you haven't bought bare shit for yourself, and that's what that's what makes me buy. I'll be on my last fifty pounds and I buy myself something. Never. And the only thing I, I do that with this food <laughs> no I never I've never like re- like shopping's been a nice thing like I think oh, yeah. I'm happy to buy that but I've had to psych myself right, up and do uh, it. all the things I buy yeah like shopping like f- uh, clothing retail, is, retail the is the last thing and then I'm like what well, I have my fucking clothes now bruv but it's uh, so when I hear like retail therapy, I'm like oh my gosh I wish not I wish I kind of felt that way because like yeah. you do deserve stuff you do and like you're not always looking nice Babes, and shit I'm, so not I'm, gonna, like, I'm not gonna lie to you like I, you you sound like my cousin's girlfriend like I literally had to like bully her into buying like a new car no, but oh. she's always but she's always wanted it and like it's not like she like she's in a perfect place to afford it whatever mm. but yeah. in her mind she's still having to like battle that oh do I deserve I'm thinking I will literally grab you by the throat right now like <laughs> swipe I, will, your card. I, will, I will swipe your card <laughs> because like I think sometimes like I don't know like it's very interesting to, to see like I'm always I'm a treat yourself type of bitch like mm-hmm. you guys I think you type of people need to go out shopping with uh treat yourself or, why you. should you not do it you no, need that's, to, how you need food, that's how I am with food right. with food yeah, I will true. take me to dinner <laughs> oh yeah I'm you should get this. this you should get this you should get this 100% let's this you see me I've got two I'm the type of person who's like, oh, I don't know, like, if I'm going to like this, but you're thinking, oh, Mel, like, try this and this because I think you're going to love it we're going to enjoy it together that is me so (laughs) how you feel I get it but just with clothing I'm always like oh oh, oh." it makes perfect sense because I when I do decide to go out and buy stuff it's always when I need it or like okay well it's another cycle now so you need to but how I am with food is how you guys are I'm like yeah when I go to dinner yeah go to dinner and then I'm like it's only an hour and a half like shopping's the whole day like it's only an hour and a half so I can justify in this amount of time I do love food as well but I I've noticed, like, I feel more anxiety spending money on food compared to clothes. Fair. I agree. It does not. That's so, I, I wonder much, what brings you to this. I don't know this. if it's because, like, you're going to get because food in 20 minutes. Yes. That's the thing. That job's like, going to be with me for the next three years. It gets okay? consumed <laughs> and then you're done. You're finished. Don't get me wrong. I love going out to eat. I think that's fun, but it's not like, it's not, it's not compared to, compared to See, shopping. No, I like, get shopping that. I hear is that. Like, Cause I know that I'm going to keep this piece of clothing. Right. I'm going to remember how I felt when I got it. I'm imagining but see, like, that. I'm going to wear it with it. Yeah, but see, this is how the feeling I get. Cause the same way you were like, okay, you shit out. Like the food is done. I'm like, okay, like I got, this dress and then I forget about it or then when I'm due I'm like oh, I've got this dress but then it's over it's just I'm more excited to like you didn't love that dress I'm sorry <laughs> you didn't you, you didn't. didn't love that dress you didn't love that meal <laughs> okay because I, you, you never seen me but we went Trust to me. a restaurant that we hadn't been to before and yeah. I was like I was like a little kid I was like oh do I get this one or this one no oh. you was giddy and I was like 
I'm getting both, yeah? <laughs> and honestly, man, was I eating this? And I was like, mm. It was always like orgasmic and like mm. the same like oxytocin afterwards was still floating <laughs> in my belly. I remember so, like asking my friends. I think like, it's personable, it's different. What, um, what would you choose? Like um great sex or a great meal? And I think I might have asked you, but I remember like I asked one of my friends. This is a good she question. Really had to sit there and think. And I was just like, what I was just there and think. Okay, what about you? Yeah. what about you? Great sex or great food? Oh my god, that's oh, such a tough question. Why is it, I, tough? it actually is. I'm sorry, I, I'm with Rash on this if one. Could, it is I, a tough question. Could, okay, make it easier for you. Mm. Right. <laughs> for you to think, okay, what's the best sex you ever had? You'd, you'd literally like at least remember like the top three. Yeah? Yeah. Off the back, so easy. Yeah. What's the best meals you've ever had? Top three. Ooh. Oh. It's gonna take too long. That's no, what I'm saying. Because it's, it's been so more. So, like, I eat every day and have sex every day. No, but still. Oh, yeah. So what would you choose? Well, sex, obviously. The fuck? I'll eat gruel for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you okay, know I'm going to say sex. Yeah, I'm with you It has it. more, with like, lasting memory. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, you don't, you don't drive and think about the meal that you had. You like, don't. You, know I mean? like, you're you, not don't like, get, you don't get phantom dick. No, <laughs> no you don't get phantom, even on a good meal. So that's, that's true. Silly. And also, when you're having sex with someone that you love... Oh, I mean, that's as much as heartbreaking it is because obviously if you're breaking up, you're freaking shit. Like, yeah. no food. You might like, you know, like if you've like vomited from drinking tequila, you think, well, when I see the tequila again, I can't drink that. Mm, but that's And like, the sex, it still bangs. Like, even if it's with a shit person, you still have like a, you could still like even masturbate to it. That's true. <laughs> so, so, but then don't get me wrong, like yeah. sometimes like when you're like feeling or you're craving something and your your mouth is watering so much because you want you know the food's gonna be good or like you're thinking about the food that you're gonna have, you might yeah. be going out to dinner or you might like Yeah, but I still have sex on an empty stomach, so if, uh, Yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. anticipation of food, like yeah, or yeah. you can smell it and it's yeah, like, yeah, and you're like it's salmon. a physical yeah, yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But then that's like sex though, because sometimes when you just be like especially like say like you're with people and you're with your other half or the person you're going to have sex with and like there, there's a strong sexual connection. Like you lot know as soon as you get home, yeah, you're not going to fuck it out. That is the <laughs> same feeling of when you go somewhere and you like have great food and you're smelling it. Like mm. I've been out with my boyfriend. It can never out. be as intense though. No, mm. It is different because I like, agree. Food, it is, food, no, it's the same. No, 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 it's the same but different. Like, okay, you know when you're really hungry and you're like, you've almost got a headache. You're thinking, bro, I need to eat. Or I'm gonna, you're, you know, you're hungry, like you're whatever. Yeah. And then you sit down, and the food is exactly what you needed. Yeah, it's the same true. way. Like you could be out. Like I've been out with my boyfriend, and we're watching a play, or we're with friends, and we might just be holding hands and like rubbing, or I might be rubbing his neck or something. But then it's like a little, <laughs> a little and, then, and then it just gives you a look or something. You think, mm-hmm. and it's just even that little <laughs> yeah. side thing. Nothing true, even true, sexual, true. just like a little yeah. side. Angle, but it's so electric. So I guess it's the same but different. Like one's your belly, one's your groin in it. Like. I don't know, I but mean, you can even feel it in your belly. But it's yeah, like, it's a butterfly. It is a yeah. butterfly. So I guess <laughs> I think it's different, but the same. But yeah, no, but I think it's still a hard question. Too... But I will, I will choose. Well, okay, sex. so what are you choosing? Sex. I will and choose. It. I'm choosing sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will. There's I will. some hoes in this house. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Ramona, thank you so much. You've been absolutely incredible. State you your... guys have been incredible. Listen, state your socials. So my socials, you can find me on Instagram under ram.k, that's R-A-M dot K-A-Y. Amen. And then I'm also doing my YouTube. The link is in the bio of the Instagram, or you can just look me up at Ramona Kayindu. And we'll put it, we'll put it in um, our links in for this links? as well. Yes. Thank you. Up. Like, you will have to come back on again. I Absolutely. will. Um, <laughs> and yeah, thank you for being on here. And Mel, it's always a me. pleasure. Oh, I, one little thing. Also, I gave blood this weekend. Um, so oh. if you can 
it was my first time giving blood yeah. and it was I what well, it was a bit painful well it's like a little sting so let me not I, scare but honestly sting. it was the greatest thing I, I felt I have such a great sense of accomplishment knowing that, that is it's going to help so if you can black oh, exactly that. and Definitely. there is a blood shortage going into winter yeah. I mean black people black and brown people uh, African Caribbean people we need it so if you can go onto the donate blood website it, it does help so yeah thanks guys see you next week lovely bye bye